0: It's the penultimate episode of The Expanse and the final season of the sci-fi era, and we're here to discuss it on this week's episode of The Crash Couch. Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Crash Couch. I'm your host, Chris, and I wasn't here for the last episode, but I'm back now. Uh, And unfortunately I only have one other person with me, I don't have anyone else, but she's good enough, uh, good enough. I have Laura here. How are you, Laura?
1: (laughs) Womp womp, just one. (laughs) I'm good, actually. I uh, actually just uh, sort of absorbed all the powers of the other hosts, so I'm like super powerful now, so don't worry guys, I ate all of them. (laughs) Just in case there was any question.
0: Did you sweating. hear it, Joel's uh, puns?
1: No. I spit that back out.
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't blame you. I think I would, too.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, of course I did, but then I would have to take up the mantle of trying mm-hmm. to make puns, which I will never be able to be able to live up to that. So he is one of a kind.
0: So uh, we're nearing the end, thankfully, of just the season and not the show like originally planned. <gasps> I don't.
1: Sorry, that was like Looking at, that was like Holden Looking at the, the end of everything uh, yeah. Kind of that Less uh, Naked in space, but you know Same feeling
0: So right now We are on uh, episode 11 Fallen World And I uh, only have two episodes left But it's going to be broadcast As just one big Thing, like finale um, originally, I remember tweeting that we were going to be doing an episode on of the podcast on episodes 9 and 10, and then 10, 11. Um, yeah. Or 9 and 10, and then 11, 12, and then have a special on 13. Well, now it's just going to be just one on 11 and then one on 12 and 13. So, Which yeah. is interesting because, I mean, I know that's like this isn't the first time I don't think they've done it, or maybe the last finale was like an hour and a half I, or something. I don't remember, but
1: yeah i don't remember i remember when they premiered like season one Mm -hmm. way in the beginning that they did like a two-hour premiere yeah but i can't remember i mean i'm kind of glad because it's going to be a lot of a lot of loose ends that they have to tie up pretty quickly Mm -hmm. at least enough before season four (laughs) i think
0: but before we get to uh To actually discussing the episode what is your like you mentioned you know they have some loose ends to tie up i mean i've not read the books you have um yeah i mean do you think that they're gonna leave us hanging for something at the end of the season like let's just imagine for a second that the show is canceled and (laughs) it's not brought back i mean how would that leave us because surely i mean i think i saw an interview or on twitter or something that they said that you know it's not wrapped up like tightly as a bow, but yeah. it, it doesn't leave like any massive cliffhanger. Like it could end here if it needs I'm to.
1: Kind of curious what that would mean, because if they're ending this just at the end of book three, which would seem like the most natural way to end the season, um, I, without spoiling anything, it seems like it leaves a very very big like very big open end Mm -hmm. for more story Mm -hmm. so i'm not sure i'm trying to imagine how they could like tie that off Mm semi-neatly because uh it's hard to talk about without just giving it away but i mean if you think about what holden saw just kind of stew on that for a bit yeah before tomorrow then we'll see more
0: yeah i mean i'm from what i've like i can like again i don't know anything but just the stuff that they've like it's laid out in a way that you're approaching this big finale that it can sort of tie up or it'll it'll wrap up i mean um but I don't know, it just, it feels like there's too many other things going on at the same time. Like, you can wrap mm-hmm. up, like, maybe one of the big stories, but there's too many other things that you would have to do to really make yeah. it look good. So
1: Yeah, I could see how they could wrap it up pretty neatly if they knew it was ending. And then, I mean, like in the books, they knew that they were going to be able to go onwards, so they could leave a big open big open hole right at the end, like more story here. Yeah. But man, I'm so intrigued now by how they're going to end the season. Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, this isn't the first time too that, um, or it wouldn't be the first time that like, maybe they, they change something um, or or not, you know, nothing drastic to alter the rest that would alter the rest of, you know, what they're going to tell. But change a yeah. little thing here and there to make it seem more like a, a conclusion if that's what it was going to be. Cause I'm sure they yeah. went into the season thinking, well, you know, this could be like the last one. So we need to make sure we don't
1: exactly. end
0: it like the uh, end of the very first episode of the show where you had the, the camp blowing up and then it was rolled to credits.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, makes sense. But I suppose they, yeah, when they went into making it and writing it, they didn't know. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know for a big portion of it. Yeah. I'm just, just basking in it still now that uh, I'm trying to separate for myself from the life that was the uncertainty of season four. hmm.
0: Yeah. Trying thankfully, that's out. not a thing we have to worry about.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to forget that life. That
0: was too hard for me. <laughs> Very stressful. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's just get into the uh, discussion of the episode. Um, last week, you guys uh, did the Wikipedia summaries, so um, I'm going to do that because I haven't watched this since like last Friday, and today is Tuesday, so yeah. it'd be it'll be a nice little uh, catch up. Yeah. Just in case you're someone that only watched it maybe when it was live, or you're I maybe you're just listening it. to the podcast without watching the show. I mean, that could be possible.
1: Oh, yeah that would be that'd be a little
0: weird but
1: weird. yeah i just had my uh, my boyfriend actually was explaining black mirror episodes to me and i've seen black mirror but <laughs> <laughs> but i was like it's been a while and this would sound bizarre if i didn't know what you're talking about so i'm trying to imagine that with this show too like especially with the protomolecule <laughs> like what are you doing here <laughs> just watch the show <laughs> i promise that makes sense mm-hmm. Kind of.
0: <laughs> so to go off the summary, um, it says that the mask the mast exe- deceleration caused fatalities and severe wounds among all the ships. Without gravity, internal wounds cannot drain, meaning many more will die. Naomi returns to the Rossinante, treating a wounded Amos and Alex. On the behemoth, Drummer and Ashford are pinned on opposite sides of a large piece of equipment, working together to try to free themselves and learning about each other. Drummer allows it to roll forward, crushing her further to give the ship a captain and Ashford. Once free to treat Drummer and the others, Ashford commands the ship's drum to create spin gravity, opening the ship to everyone's wounded. Leaving Tilly for dead, Clarissa realizes with all ships being drawn to the center, she can board the Rossonate. However, Tilly survives just long enough to tell Anna the truth. Clarissa boards the ship and attacks Naomi, seeking Holden, but Anna followed and tasers her from behind. On Bobby's skiff, Holden wakes up and tells her he saw a vision detailing the end of everything. So, Yikes. yeah,
1: And that's not the finale. There's more. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think end of everything would be the end of the season.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, I like how last week you guys went ship by ship. And yeah. I feel like m- the bulk of this episode happened on the behemoth with um Ashford and drummer. So yeah. That's where I want to start because oh, yeah. again that's that's generally the I mean we get a, a little bit of progress on the other ships but th- that's really the the main the main focus here. Um I really enjoyed this episode just going to start that off. Um even though a lot really didn't happen I think this is big for character development and people that have listened to this podcast since the beginning would know that I've liked stuff. Well, generally like stuff when it comes to character development. Um, that's something that this show does remarkably well. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And I thought, I mean, it's, it's sort of like one of those, like when you have a sitcom and they're in one location for the entire episode and it's a bottle episode. Um, yeah. But you have like these little tiny moments between the characters or, you know, something funny happens, but you really can't do a whole lot because you're in just one location. Um, that's how I felt with Drummer and Ashford. But we, l- I loved the interaction between them. Um, I liked the fact that, you know, they're, they obviously – they, they sort of have the same vision and the same goals they just want to do it in a different way, and their clash of personalities is just very fascinating to watch.
1: Yeah. I think the uh, the whole ship's kind of decelerating and them getting stuck together kind of came at an opportune time when I don't think they had a direct confrontation quite yet, but it was kind of on its way. Mm-hmm. And now they're kind of forced to basically sit and talk it out by circumstance and like right away they kind of set up that you can you can see what's happening or what's going to happen Mm -hmm. right when they say that they're basically trapped on either end of this big truck thing and uh if it rolls one way it kills Ashford, and if it rolls the other way it kills drummer you're like oh <laughs> that's going to come up soon and this is going to be a tense episode but yeah it, it's been a it's been a tension growing and i think it was right as it was coming to a head they got trap trapped oh my god i'm sorry my words trapped by a truck trucked by a trap either way they are in a literally Rock in a hard place. Mm-hmm.
0: I thought it was interesting to see. Um, I mean, this isn't the only example of uh, the de-, 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 de acceleration creating problems for um, some of our characters, but I liked, I, I sort of liked how they were. I mean, we saw them try to use their, their teamwork to try to. Um, you know, solve an issue, especially with with the crane thing when they were looking for, yeah. trying to grab that hand terminal. Which that was intense. I, I liked that, the way was, that was shot. Um, yeah. And it was very It was also well
1: heartbreaking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was.
1: <laughs> oh God. I uh I liked the uh, the physics of the episode too, which is kind of more a broad thing than these two specifically. Mm-hmm. But you see, you hear about it a little more on the Thomas Prince, but also kind of calls back to them there, where they both have these kind of penetrating wounds, uh-huh. and they're in zero-g having to deal with that, and how the, sh- excuse me, the show doesn't really shy away from the fact that this is absolutely disastrous for humans out there, and... This probably sounds kind of morbid, but I really (laughs) enjoy that the show really took that subject on Mm -hmm. and really kind of forced you to deal with the fact that, because a lot of shows will kind of hand wave some of that stuff away, like we have... You know, it's 200 years in the future, we have these medical marvels, and we have this and this, but no, it's... The human body was very specifically made to exist in a very specific environment, and out here, in this entirely new environment, we are just being thrown around and torn apart by it. Mm
0: -hmm. And that's something that I... I mean, I'm, I don't call myself a science nerd, so this, some of this stuff just, some of it goes over my head and some of it I yeah. learn, like, fresh information. And that's something that I never thought about, like, the fact that, you know, your wounds aren't going to heal in a certain, like, without gravity. It's just, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not, obviously we don't ever really experience not having gravity, so yeah. it's not something that we know or it's common knowledge or that we think about. So the fact that they included it in the show shows, one, how smart the showrunners are and the people that write it and the people that work on it. And two, it's sort of I, – I like shows that can teach me something and, and to help me learn about yeah. new things. And the fact that this can do it and not really alienate viewers at the same time. Like it can exactly. be a smart show. But a well done show at the same time. Because there are, are others that are just way too smart. And if you don't yeah. get it, then it just ruins like the watchability of it. That's not, yeah. not the case with the Expanse.
1: Yeah. So it's less like a gatekeeping sort of you need you must know this much to watch this show as a here's an interesting fact that we just slipped in while you're watching. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, for me at least, it's kind of a little, ooh, my interest is peaked and then it's just a springboarding into, like, a Google hole where I just get trapped reading about all these crazy subjects I did not even imagine. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, The Expanse was not my first exposure to it, but definitely one of the big things that just really scratched my itch for my interest in uh, in human beings in space and how we very much don't belong there and how that affects us physically. So this episode was, was really good for that. I mean, but also really bad for the characters.
0: Yeah. Uh, what did you think of Drummer's decision to... Uh, I mean, she ended up... We know she lives, so she didn't sacrifice yes. herself, but she intended to sacrifice herself in order to you know cuz she wanted to see at she'd really probably wouldn't have chosen Ashford to be the captain but she knew they they needed someone and he was you know better than others i'm sure uh well, so yeah. what do you make of her sacrifice how did that how, how did that hit you
1: uh i mean in the moment i was very angry <laughs> <laughs> and you can probably see that from my tweeting yeah which was um just all caps i don't even remember i think i just blacked out and i was like no if they if they take her away from me i won't stop watching but i am just blinded i uh god i don't know i wanna it makes sense Sorry, I'm just too passionate about Drummer as a captain to see this, probably objectively. But Ashford obviously inspires his own team. But Belter, or Belter, oh my gosh, Drummer, obviously was also inspiring a whole team of her own with that whole speech. And I was like, nope, she's got to be the captain. (laughs) oh, I'm all fired up again. Okay, no, I got to
0: calm down. Yeah, I like, um, I mean, personally, if I had to choose who I would want to be the captain, I would choose Drummer. Yeah. I I think Ashford has his own qualities that Drummer does not that would also make him a good captain for a good situation. But I sort of feel like he is more, he is better off to do the, you know, the second in command or maybe the, uh, the head of, like, a certain area of the ship and not the entire ship. Um, yeah. While dr- Drummer can bring out that, that confidence and that inspiration um, in yeah. the people that's on the ship, I think yeah. Ashford would be able to follow through with it and to maybe give examples of, of leading um, once the inspiration and the motivation's already there.
1: Yeah. Well... I mean, I think I talked about it with Holden, too, where the leader isn't always technically the most gifted or the most experienced, even. It's just whoever can get everyone together and point them in a direction most effectively. Also, again, without spoiling, I just don't like Ashford. <laughs> he's I mean, you can see it in the you can see it in the show too where it looks like he's got a whole agenda kind of on the side. Yeah. Especially when he's talking to Diogo. Mm-hmm. And even drummer calls him out on it too. It yeah. was like kind of picks up that exactly what he was doing where she says, you know, you're just trying to make it look, you know, make yourself look sympathetic mm-hmm. and make it look sympathetic so that when the turn comes, it looks inevitable.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm just like, yep. It's glad she's the captain because I probably wouldn't have picked up on that. I'd just been like, I'll just follow whoever's chanting, mm-hmm. modest. I love bravado. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm not captain. <laughs>
0: Before we move on to uh, the other things that happened in the episode, um, you know, at the end we see Ashford decide to, to spin the drum. So it creates a little bit of uh, the gravity yes. and uh, he invites the other people, the other, uh, the earth people and then the Mars people yeah. to come to the ship because, you know, it can hold it. Um, that moment, I don't know what to think because I'm like, okay, he's finally learned his lesson. He's doing the right thing, blah, blah, blah. He's being nice. Yeah. but I just, I, I can't help but shake. I I can't shake the feeling that there's some secret hidden thing that we're going to be revealed either at the end of the season, the beginning of next season talking about, or, you know, his true intentions Exactly. I'm just, I'm just like I don't I, I can't believe you like I want to believe you because I, I at the moment I like you as a character yeah But
1: oh yeah. yeah he's a good character I actually like him better in the show than in the books mm-hmm. by far he's a lot more relatable Yeah. a lot more likable because all I I would have to go back and read the books more honestly because it has been a minute since I read Abaddon's Gate mm-hmm. But um, all I remember is thinking, God, I freaking hate Ashford. (laughs) (laughs) And in the show, I'm like, oh, that's Ashford. I hate him. And I'm like, I don't hate him like every single second, though, like I did in the book. (laughs) But uh, I don't know if that's a faulty memory or a more likable TV show character. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But yeah, once he announced that the uh, the behemoth was open to everyone, which is what happens in the books too. Mm-hmm. Not that that was like any different. I knew it was coming, but it still just feels very like there's an ulterior motive. Exactly, because I'm like, okay, this is it is good. I want everyone. To get their injured to where they can care for them, but this kind of feels like it's just he's trying to put some cards in the belt's hands. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I love, I love the belt. I want them to have cards, but I don't want Ashford to have them.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Well, you know, speaking of uh, all of the injured, uh, poor Anna.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: This episode was really emotional for her. And you could tell that, I mean, she's like, she, I feel like she is just, it's, she's sort of like the person that stands in the back of the room and kind of just observes everything. She doesn't really, yeah. she's a little quiet. She doesn't really get involved too much, but now she's like right in the middle of things. And I feel like that's a, that's a new thing for her to, you know, be, super involved with what, with, with what all is going on. And, you know, she, she wants to help these wounded people and she can't, and that just affects her a lot. And then you see her deal with Tilly, which that was really sad. I like yeah. Tilly as a character. And once we saw what happened to her, um, when, cause I think, uh, Clarissa saw her first and then she runs away. Uh, yeah. and Anna finds her it's just oh it is awful good acting
1: heart-wrenching yeah it's
0: just it like grabs your heart and squeezes it until it almost bursts yeah and then it's just it hurts it just hurts so much
1: <laughs> i know it was absolutely heartbreaking i uh well i think anna is someone who wants to help someone or just help Everyone, and I think especially after she kind of lost her way, and in the last episode, we saw the lieutenant that she uh, kind of inadvertently ignored, and then he killed himself, and she kind of blames herself. So she's feeling bad about that, and she wants to help people. She's saying, you know, I lost track. This is my job. And then all of a sudden, this happens, and there's just an excess of people to help that she can't help, even though she's trying. It's went from just one extreme to the other. So I think we're just seeing Anna in, like, crisis mode, and it is... Oof. That was just... <laughs> Gut wrenching. I do like when she kind of flips a switch, though. And once she realizes, or once Tilly tells her like what Melba is up to, and she uh, kind of flips the switch and goes after her, she grabs the guard's taser, mm-hmm. <laughs> just goes into like badass Anna mode. I was like, I'm into this too. <laughs> like just badass reverend i'll take it i like it Mm -hmm. i'm forgetting details that like i mean a lot a lot has changed between the tv and the books at this point Mm -hmm. i mean the core of it is basically the same but details still pop up that i'm like oh i forgot that (laughs) i'm so happy (laughs) so good (laughs) including uh just Anna in this whole, this whole time period right now. Mm-hmm.
0: You mentioned on Twitter during the live tweet during the scene where Tilly dies. Uh, you say you said it's heartbreaking, but also super impressive the detail they go to keeping the tears pulling her eyes in zero G. Like, how did the VFX crew manage to do that with their own <laughs> tears and their own eyes?
1: <laughs> okay, right though, like. Can you imagine having to do all these visual effects for all these just gut-wrenching scenes? Like anyway, just gonna edit all this blood over all of these corpses. This is fun. Yeah, no, it was I just all those little details. I really appreciate the show for for keeping so true to all to the environment, I should say. Yeah. It's like the the uh, the environment is a character.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's my favorite one. Second to Naomi, just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, speaking of Naomi, she finally av- arrives back at the at the Racinante, and honestly, I thought either Amos or Alex was going to be dead and i thought she was gonna to have to find them and then like i'm i'm serious like i was about yeah. i was emotionally preparing myself for one of the one or both of those characters to be dead and me have to deal with that kind of fallout but thankfully yeah. that was not the case
1: <laughs> yeah i uh i was like they wouldn't step that far away from the books would they <laughs> i was like they i mean i know they didn't they didn't know if season four was going to be an option, but I won't think they would do that, would they? So, yeah, in my the back of my mind, I was like, oh, God, I just realized when she got to the Rossi, I was like, I just realized that we haven't heard from Amos or Alex this whole time. I was like, oh, God. But uh, kind of tangentially related that was half of my book reading experience too was just having to set the books down because they oh god bless (laughs) ty and daniel but they like to do that all the time where they're just like and then it exploded and then they just spend like four chapters talking about something else and then they're like just kidding they're fine i'm like Mm -hmm. good do you know how many times i had to set my book down because they're like maybe amos is dead Mm -hmm. then like 100 pages later they're like "Nah, he's not he's fine i was yeah. like god damn it you guys <laughs> can't do that to me i need him to survive
0: mm-hmm. well it was almost sort of like one of those stereotypical find a dead person scenes where like you're just kind of going through a corridor by yourself and then you see something that belongs to the person in this case, yeah. it was Alex's headphones. And you're like, no, don't you dare. Yeah. And then you go up to him, and the camera kind of zooms in over Naomi's shoulder. And Alex has his back to the camera. Yeah. And then his body starts to turn. And at that point, like, the stereotypical thing would be, like, he's dead or something's crazy wrong with his face. And he's blood all over it. And, you know, he's, like, yeah, gone for good. But then when it just turned around and he was... I mean, he was unconscious, but he was alive. I mean, that was so refreshing. And I I breathed a big sigh of relief.
1: Oh, yeah. Same with Amos. I think it was also visually just stunning. I mean, a lot of shots in this episode, too. But I really liked the shot of Naomi finding Amos. Because Amos was just, like, up on the second level, right in the middle. And I was like... my beautiful big giant murder baby, and she just goes up and they're reunited. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, no, you can't. You literally can't kill Amos. Man's unkillable. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's his job title, <laughs> obviously. But uh, also, kind of going back to the last ship, um, there was another shot too. That I thought was really cool Which was Melba when she Kind of regains consciousness After the decel Uh Looked super reminiscent Of Just first season Julie Like her sister Mm -hmm. And so I was like did they do this on purpose Because either way It is Hella cool (laughs) Bringing back hella because that's what that was. <laughs> it was really gorgeous and a really cool parallel to draw. Mm-hmm. But either way, this episode was also just really beautiful. Yeah. So shout out to the whole crew. That was
0: it had a gorgeous lot, to look at. It had a lot of internal shots in the ships, um, especially in the Behemoth, where I was just like, man, you would if, like it makes me think in universe of how these ships are being built. Like if you think of that being made on our earth currently, I mean, it yeah. take a long time to do. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just, it's crazy to think about. I mean, I know it's, it's sci-fi. So it, a little bit of it is a, futuristic in the sense that we can't currently get that kind of technology right now. But yeah, this isn't a show that's like super unrealistic. Like it, it tries to stay core to where like you can actually see this happening in so many amount of years. Um, yeah. But the, I think that just it's I always like to say if you can imagine it, then it's probably at least semi possible in some way or form. And just yeah. the, the way some of these these ships look on the inside, it just it just fascinates me.
1: I know. I'm so well. I love the whole environment especially with episodes kind of like this where well I suppose seasons like this now where it's all taking place kind of internally or inside the ships because it is a huge universe in this huge show but kind of also highlights how claustrophobic it actually is Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of space but really we're just existing in like these little cans of air essentially traveling across that great space Mm -hmm. it's just very very
0: delicate so since we're still on the uh on the rossi um after naomi tends to amos and alex she notices that there's been a, uh, a an intruder in the cargo bay. And we know what happened last time we were in the cargo bay with an intruder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, again, really thought that Naomi was going to die at this point because I forgot all about Anna. Because yeah. the, the way they showed her, like, obviously they showed her, um, you know, Clarissa, Melba, whoever, however you want to say it... Um, getting away and the door shutting and then you're like, Oh, well, you know, she got away. Like we'll get her next time or something like that. Um, yeah. But you don't expect Anna to follow her because there's no like clue given that she is going to yeah. follow. Um, or let alone like by the time she gets a suit on and, and out into space, like know where she's going to. Um, yeah. I mean, it's obvious because she said she's going to kill James Holden, but, uh, so I guess there's, that's the only really clue that we're even given. But still, I mean, I, you you forget yeah. about her by the time she, the last time you see her, and then when she tases uh, Clarissa, she's about to choke Naomi to death. So um, glad glad my expectations were foiled multiple times this episode. I know.
1: I was uh, half expecting this episode to just be this. Uh, the show's red wedding basically mm-hmm. i was like no oh god please everyone just survive but uh thank god and thank god for anna holy shit sorry <laughs> that was beautiful i almost didn't recognize her because mm-hmm. it seems very out of place for her to be you know tasing yeah someone in a big mech suit <laughs> it was, she helps where she is needed. I like, uh... I like that you get to see Naomi... Bouncing around, too. In Zero-G.
0: hmm
1: It's something that's talked a lot in the books, too. That's, uh... That I think is just... Kind of a... Not essential, but... A fun sort of... Flavor for her character. Is just... She's very much Belter, obviously. But how that kind of colors her character as her movement in Zero-G and comparing it to it other people's where Amos and Alex are a little more clunky and Holden's a lot more clumsy. And uh, Naomi's was born and raised in Zero-G and especially like in this scene in the book is just talking about her like basically dancing around her. Because Clarissa was born and raised on Earth, and Naomi's just like, now I got this because it's all zero G. And she just dances around her, and I was like, yeah, that's my girl. <laughs> I'm just glad we got to see. I just like when they do zero G work, honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Put them on wires all the time. I don't care how impractical that is. <laughs>
0: So, really, the last bit that really happened, uh, not not a lot with Bobby here in this episode, which is a little disappointing. I know she doesn't... Like, you. Don't, there's nothing really for her to do. Yeah. But... And it kind of bothered me, too, that even in the last episode, you know, she was willing to shoot Holden, which, you know, you would think that after all of these... After everything that's yeah. happened, I know that what Holden was doing looked bad. But I mean, I kinda, <laughs> yeah. at this point, if you like, you are around the guy, you need to, if it was me, I would trust him more than I would other people saying, oh yeah, well, Holden's bad. I mean, n- no, because I, like he helped you. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you got to be around him. You should know that he's not like that type of person. And you would think that, Bobby of all people would know that something is not right with like the message that went out. And I mean, she ends up, you know, believing him of course, but, um, it was just weird to to know that, you know, she was willing to shoot him.
1: I think it's, uh, I mean, I'm kind of conflicted. I mean, she, she looked like she was trying to avoid that situation at least. And, uh, I think must be t- tough to try and reconcile. Like, she admits this doesn't sound like a sane person when he's on the radio talking to Miller, which, obviously, no one else can see or hear. But then at the same time, we would have to consider that with the protomolecule, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be weird and hard to figure out and James Holden is uh, right in the middle yeah. of it so he's always going to have some some of that weird stuff going on with him honestly um, although that the investigator is pretty next level yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like when it comes to Bobby I mean I guess something I'm not really thinking of is the fact that the Martians actually reluctantly accepted her back into the fold um, after everything that happened. And I mean, I guess she's trying to not burn any more bridges than she already has. Yeah. But I mean, there's only so much that you can do. Like given the information that you have, it's not like you can go back and just pretend that you can act the same way that you did. Before you went yeah. to Earth, you know what I mean.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I. I mean, I know that they're speeding through book three pretty quickly, but I did forget. Honestly, it does feel very quickly or very quick that she's you know right back into right in, back into the navy and on the ground with them, mm-hmm. especially after what she went through. What she went through,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. But really, I mean, that's sort of all that happened. I mean, we we were left with the, uh, I mean, not necessarily a cliffhanger per se, but Holden said what he saw. They saw a vision. It was the end of everything, and it was sort of the same the same thing that happened in the last episode when we actually saw the vision. And I don't know. It just it sort of makes you think that. Obviously, we're leading up to something big and probably some massive reveal or some massive event. And mm. this was sort. This really wasn't like a filler episode. Um, yeah. But it was. It was one of those that it's still setting things up, and I, I think it's difficult to properly appreciate this episode without having seen the two that follow.
1: Yeah, yeah. I uh, can't wait till tomorrow night honestly
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I can't wait till it's all out so you can binge it I think this show will do I hope I haven't watched a lot of shows on the uh on prime or prime originals I should say mm-hmm. so I'm curious to see and I should look it up I will after so no one tweet me or whatever <laughs> so if they uh are released by episode or all at once because I feel like this show would do really well to be released just in a solid chunk. It's very, very suitable for binging, I think, (laughs) because the episode are waiting week to week is torture, honestly. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. That was... (laughs) (laughs) That's exaggeration. Oh, God. No, but it's... oh. It's so heavily serialized that being able to just follow it right away would suit the story a lot better, I think.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm looking here at uh, The Man on the High Castle because that was an Amazon show. Oh, yeah. And it looks like, um, well, episode one of season one was released January 15th. Episode two came out October 23rd, uh, and then episode three in November 20th, and then it looks like it was November 20th for the rest of the time. Uh, and then for season two, it all came out on December 16th um, huh. of 2016. So, huh? I mean, and th- that's one thing sure. about, about the show, and that I hope, like, obviously I'm very optimistic about them moving to Amazon because it, it gives them better opportunities. I don't know about, about the budget, but, um, you, you have more storing storytelling possibilities and less restrictions, uh, than you would with, uh, with sci-fi. That being said, I, I think the expanse really benefits from, um, having being told like, yes, it is very, a very bingeable show. And I I, cause I I, didn't watch season one live. Uh, I waited um, until it was finished. And then we yeah. were starting this podcast at the start of season two. Uh, so I binged all of season one. And that was nice because, you know, there's so many characters and so many ship names that sometimes you get <laughs> it. Yeah. And especially if you haven't read the books. And it was nice to have that. Whereas with season two, I didn't have that obviously not with season three. Um, and I wonder if they will write it any differently. Yeah. Knowing that I'm assuming these episodes will be coming out all at once. Um, because then you don't have to really worry about, Oh, well, you know, we have to end this up. We can't continue telling anything with this episode because we have to make sure we end, you know, not in the middle of doing something. Um, yeah so you you want it to you want it to still feel like the same show based on visuals writing direction you know stuff like that you don't want it to feel like it switched um, providers or producers or anything like that yeah but we don't know anything about that right now so it's i mean for all we know the expanse could still be a show that they just want to you know keep doing it the way they have been since it's obviously successful and yeah maybe amazon will say hey let's just release one episode a week
1: yeah i mean honestly i would love to see it released all at once so you can binge it but at the same time we have kind of this whole community around mm-hmm. live tweeting and stuff so yeah. i think it wouldn't hurt us either to have it released weekly mm-hmm. either so we could kind of continue that tradition
0: yeah either
1: way we're gonna consume it
0: (laughs) yeah and that's one unfortunate part about moving to off of television and onto a streaming provider because we can't live tweet it traditionally in this way I mean you look at a show like Stranger Things imagine if Stranger Things was on sci-fi channel or you know even just a a network like ABC or something like that it was the same show I mean that's that would be a very, 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 very popular show of people live tweeting. Yeah. And you don't get that with something when you release it all at once, especially if it's on a, or even episode by episode on a, uh, on a streaming platform, which is one of the downsides of streaming platforms themselves.
1: Yeah. I mean, We've got three seasons with live TV, and now we're going to streaming. So, And we've got a just fantastically creative community. So mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll dream up some way of sticking together.
0: Yeah. I mean, it could be that we're going to be like, hey, um, let, let's assume for a minute that they all released at once. Hey, if you want to watch it traditionally, we're going to pick this day of the week and watch one or two episodes or whatever it is. Um, yeah. And live tweet it just like we were watching, you know?
1: Yeah, live, exactly. Maybe.
0: So I'm, I'm sure they the community will find something, but I will be very disappointed if um, it's all released at once. And we don't have that sort of exposure anymore. Cause really that's how a lot of people found the show is through the live tweeting.
1: Yeah, I know. Cause it's, fun that's mm-hmm. <laughs> fun and the whole team like coming together the cast and crew and everyone to yeah. join the fans was kind of unprecedented mm-hmm. with anything else any other fandom i've been a part of and i'm a fan yeah not of a lot but of a few things very mm-hmm. very passionately
0: <laughs> like the walking dead i mean most people i mean i'm i i do not watch the walking dead but yeah. I don't see, I mean, I, I could very well be wrong, but I see a lot of people tweeting about it, like the general public, but I don't see a lot of interaction between them or yeah. any, um, it, that's just between the fans or between the, the cast and the crew of that show. Yeah.
1: But or it's a lot like, bigger
0: than The Expanse's too, so.
1: Yeah, but still, I still have like stuff from season one. Like my fedora, mm-hmm. my uh, space fedora of justice, yeah. or my protogen hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's that's the cool stuff. Yeah, and I, I mean I, they don't have to send me hats. And honestly, I have a weird shaped head. I can't wear them anyway. Like,
0: <laughs> please don't send me hats.
1: But <laughs> but it's a good example, nonetheless. Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I do hope that um, with the show moving to Amazon that maybe because I've, I've said this before and, I, and I'll get we'll have a like sort of a wrap up episode um, after season 3 is done and we've talked about it um, and sort of reflect on the sci-fi era of The Expanse and I'll have some things to say then but I, I hope we sort of get back into the not rewarding fans or, or anything yeah. like that, but like making them feel a little bit more special because we really, I mean, that's no fault to anyone that works on the show. I don't think, I think it's more of a sci-fi thing. Oh yeah. I, I feel, I feel like we've sort of lost a little bit of that this season and I hope we get some of it back. Yeah. During the
1: I the mean, era. Oh yeah. No, like I'm not expecting gifts or anything. Oh, yeah. That was yeah no, it was just, it's just kind of yeah something I've never experienced with another Mm -hmm. show or anything honestly. Not just that, but just the level of engagement. Mm -hmm. It's so nice.
0: Yeah. Plus, I have a
1: screenshot. Oh, I have a screenshot of my phone of uh, when Dominique retweeted a drawing i did or reposted and i was like oh well (laughs) i made it i'm retiring that's all i need put that on my resume (laughs)
0: yeah i'll I'll have more to say about that once the season officially concludes yeah um but overall like this episode i mean it was a little slow but it was a good kind of slow. It wasn't boring like I've called another episode of this season
1: so far. <laughs> <laughs> I will talk about that. I uh, I'm still waiting. Hopefully, hope not. Hopefully, why would I say that? I assume the next two episodes I will generate a uh, a controversial opinion. Oh, I'm sure. So figure it out. I'll find something to hate that everyone loves. I'll just turn around and be like I hate drummer now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Delete that. <laughs> I love I love her.
0: <laughs> Darn it. Alright, was well, there anything else you wanna comment on, Laura, before we close out?
1: oh I don't think so. I think that I no. That's a sorry. <laughs> Oof, man, my words today are very, very good. Thank you for listening to them.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, um, thanks for listening to the show. Uh, if you want to follow us on our social media, best way to reach out to us is at Crash Couch. Um, Laura will be tweeting live, tweeting the uh, the final episode well, double episode actually of. Yeah. Um, of the expanse tomorrow as we record Uh, today's the 26th of the 27th and um actually i somewhat okay i don't know if you've heard this but is it commercial free
1: i don't know i
0: i saw that but it's been been only like a few people have said it and i don't know how truthful that is
1: yeah no i heard something because someone posted about how it like the time slots they were in Mm -hmm. how it was very tightly timed but yeah i haven't heard anything actual about it so i couldn't say anything for sure
0: well if it'd be commercial free then it would have to let's see if it's if they're both 40 minute episodes it's roughly 90 minutes so an hour and a half
1: i am going to slam a ton of coffee and literally non-stop tweeting (laughs) Get ready, guys. <laughs> They're gonna get incoherent fast. Mm-hmm. You thought my speaking was bad. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> well, you do a great job at the at the uh, at the tweeting. So I know you'll be. <laughs> Thank
1: you. <laughs> Better at typing than I am at talking. <laughs> well, well, yeah.
0: It says, uh, "Ooh, it is, I think it is commercial free. Maybe. Yes. Well, I don't know if, it, it if it was or not,
1: but sl- Commercial light, that would be nice.
0: It says, uh, "Well, it might have like one set of commercials, but on the sci-fi That's website, it fine. says nine o'clock p.m. congregation, and then nine forty-five is the actual final episode." So yeah, that you know, it ends it. The next thing comes oh. on at ten thirty-two, so they might have like a mini break between episodes or like maybe one or two small commercials, but yeah, that's crazy.
1: Nice. I'll take less commercials anyway. I can get it.
0: Um, But aside from that, um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at the curse of Chris Uh, Laura. What is your Twitter?
1: (laughs) It is at Laura. That's L A U R E. A A A H H H H, three A's, four H's.
0: One of these days we'll change that.
1: I know, I. One day.
0: Maybe by next I, season.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, now I've linked off a couple things to this Twitter handle, and I was like, God dang it! I'm gonna have to go search those down before <laughs> I change it. <laughs> Frick. <laughs> I'll think of something. Don't worry.
0: You can also follow Ian at Ian, the beard, Joel at Joel underscore Welch. And then Ernie is at your buddy, Ernie. Also, don't forget to follow the um, network that we're partnered with when nerds attack. Uh, it is at nerds attack pods, and then at SDCC nerds attack. Um, and I think that's it. Any last words, uh, Laura, before we go?
1: Um, Godspeed and good luck to us all before tomorrow or well before you watch the finale because it's about to get it's about to get real crazy Yeah, <laughs> it's about our universe is about to get real big too <laughs>
0: yeah it's a good way to put it alright well that's going to do it for this episode of the Crash Couch we will be back at some point with a discussion of, uh, of the finales. I guess you could say since it's two episodes. Um, don't know when the, when we'll have it out. Just because we're going to try to get a time when everyone can be involved. Because it will probably generate a lot of discussion. Be on the lookout for that. Um, and In the meantime, we'll see you later. Peace.